Welcome to the My Data Podcast. I'm your host, Molly Schwartz. And in this podcast, we take a deep dive into the biggest questions surrounding our personal data. Personal data is all that data that we leave behind us in our everyday lives. It's data about us that describes who we are and what we do. In every podcast episode, we talk to a guest who's involved somehow in shaping the future of personal data management. So we get into all of it, the technology, business, culture, policy, GDPR, AI, and we'll talk about how these big changes are going to affect you and your data. And if you would like to meet some of the people in this podcast and hear more about what they're working on, you should come to the My Data Conference. This year's My Data Conference will be in Helsinki at the end of August. And you can find more information about the program and how to register at our website, mydata2018.org. Our guest today is Nora Lahte. Nora lives in Finland and she's a public transportation specialist. She works as a coordinator of Traffic Lab Finland, which is a forum for mobility and transportation services where they're actually trialing some innovations in smart mobility. How are you today, Nora? Thank you very much. I'm feeling really well here in Finland. It's extremely hot, which is uh, unnormal. Actually, today I just saw a picture of reindeers and people uh, in the lake because everybody are sweating here. (laughs) Are you enjoying the heat or are you kind of longing for the winter again? (laughs) Actually, I really love heat, but maybe not the whole year. So the summer, a few months, that's, that's okay. But then I love also the winter sports. Well, it's hot here too. I'm in New York City and it's really muggy and pretty gross. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about Traffic Lab Finland? What is it exactly? Yes, uh, of course. So um, Traffic Lab Finland uh, and what is it? Well, uh, to start with and how it uh, was created. Well, first it was created by the initiative of the Ministry of Transport and Communications in Finland. Uh, I think it was uh, 2014, so a few years ago. Uh, There is a need for uh, trialing different things. And, uh, well, at the moment, uh, both in uh, private and public sector, there are different kind of trials uh, ongoing. Uh, And on that year, 2014, it was uh, seemed uh, reasonable to see if public sector could be there um, as kind of a catalyst, catalyst for uh, for the cooperation between public and uh, private sector. So uh, basically, Traffic Lab is a forum for new kind of experiments uh, and uh, also uh, to bring together public sector, private sector, and also the research sector. Uh, and why we need that? Well, for example, if we need, if we think, for example, the uh, climate change and uh, the climate issues. This is uh, a common challenge, uh, and which should be solved together. And instead of thinking uh, in our own um, circles, there should be some uh, dialogue in the bigger picture. So, in the big picture, the Traffic Lab Finland is a forum for a different kind of um, discussion, not only in the transport sector, but in the future, the transport is a cornerstone or supportive element for all the different activities in the society. And actually what is connecting these different sectors is data. And uh, that's, that's the, I think, the topic of, of the day, like what kind of uh, trials uh, are ongoing and what does my data mean, mean for 
traffic or Finnish transport safety agency. So yes, these kind of uh, from uh, digital services for safer transport in the future, it's more and more about data, how to use it better, but also, well, what kind of possibilities and challenges are there uh, when you are using more and more data in, for example, transport, but in four different uh, services. Yeah, transportation is actually one of the things that comes up a lot when people are talking about the use cases for something like my data, because obviously mobility data is really personal. It describes where you go on a daily basis and people can figure out a lot about your life based on where you go. Um, and at the same time, the transportation systems can really use data to optimize their services. So I think it's something that people are really excited about. Um, I actually also, just a side note, think it's really interesting that in Finland, it's the Ministry of Transport and Communications because it's like the flow of information and the flow of people are kind of managed under one ministry. Um, so can you tell me about the specific pilot that you all are doing with people involved in my data? Um, who are you working with and what kind of services are you trying to build out? Uh, yes, well, my data is uh, one of the big initiatives and also something which the government in Finland uh, is supporting. So one of the key priorities is to encourage for new kind of uh, trials and my data trials is, is one of them. So that's why we are also involved there as uh, in the Finnish Transport Safety Agency, but also uh, with different sectors. So um, at the moment we are working in the my data alliance um, uh, where where for example the ministry of transport and communications is uh, participating and the my data alliance was actually initiated in in finland so we are actually quite active in this this field um, but there's a specific trial which is ongoing uh, where we are uh, involved uh, is uh, a common uh, trial together with Tilajavastu which has a uh, ob obligatory issue. Uh, sorry, can we take this again? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. The, yeah, the still being, uh, I have to say it in the right words. Okay, there. Sure, yeah. So yeah, about, again, about the Tilajavastu trial. So Tilajavastu uh, and Trafi, well, we are together now uh, starting a MyData pilot, uh, which is about the, better use of the driving license data. So Tilajavastu is an organization uh, which is helping the companies uh, to cope with uh, authority obligations. So for example, uh, every person working in the construction site is required to carry a personal ID card with the photo and the tax number in order to enter the area. Uh, and that card is is called multi card. But uh, during this trial, um, this uh, register, um, uh, this register is going to integrate uh, some of the in information of uh, Trafi. So Trafi, as the organization um, in charge of the permits, driving licenses, different kind of uh, different kind of regulatory issues well um, some information of 
Trafi will be integrated in this um, register of Tilajavastu. So uh, in the future, uh, in the bigger picture, in the future, we don't need uh, like different cards, which we, at the moment, we have these concrete cards. But more, more and more, it will be the access and the combining of different uh, data. So during this uh, trial, it's like the really beginning or initial um, trial. But, uh, but anyway, we are testing uh, how to integrate these two uh, these two data in order to have the real time information about the driving license, uh, the driver's qualification, uh, and then also the personal ID, which which Tilajavastu uh, is. Uh, is in charge. Yeah, that's really interesting. That sounds like a very like concrete use case. And I know people have been really curious to really see my data in action. What have the outcomes of the pilot been so far? Has it been going long enough to get some results? And will you be sharing those at the conference? Uh, we will share uh, these uh, initial uh, results uh, in the conference. <laughs> so looking forward of uh, some new you things, but um, but yes, um, it will be really interesting to know um, how people are um, how people are reacting of this because during this trial there will be two hundred people uh, working in the construction sites uh, who uh, will go with this process. So first, the um, important thing is to ask the consent because this is important in the MyData principles to create trust uh, and uh, also to give uh, access for for uh, this uh, data. Uh, so yes, that will be interesting. What what are the feedback reactions for the people who are involved there and how the API is working as uh, it will integrate these two interfaces together. Um, and also Yes, uh, if there are some technological um, issues, we are we are on the second phase. We are going to uh, try the sovereign technology and how it will it will uh, fit this model. So there are actually some open questions which will be um, dealt and uh, solved during this uh, trial. And I think this is the most fruitful things to learn something new about. About the, um, about this new thing called MyData. Yeah, definitely. And there will be people from Sovereign, which is spelled S-O-V-R-I-N, at the MyData conference. And we actually have a previous podcast episode with a woman named Elizabeth Renieris, who is a general policy counsel for Sovereign. And it's really interesting stuff. Um, so one, I lived in Finland for about a couple of years, and one of my favorite things about Helsinki was that it has such amazing public transportation. Like you have lots of choices, and they're very reliable, and they come very frequently, and it makes you feel like you can just get anywhere very quickly. I never had to check the bus schedule, for example. I could just wait at this stop and pretty much know that a bus would come. Um, and so people, I think, have been looking to Helsinki as an, a place for innovation in public transportation. And I've heard this concept of mobility as a service um, is something that people talk about there. Can you tell me a little bit about mobility as a service? And is this a goal that you all are working toward? 
Yeah, mobility as a service is certainly something which is uh, really got uh, the global attention. Uh, and Finland actually is the first first country to uh, to include it also in the legislation. So in the transport code, that is all already there uh, to encourage really uh, different service providers uh, and to encourage different companies and also the public sector to share um, APIs in order to create uh, these new services. So, for example, the information about the timetables, fares, uh, roads, these are something crucial in order to combine these uh, travel chains and to have uh, the uh, passenger uh, passenger experience better. So basically, uh, it's combining different transport modes, so you can change from uh, public transport to rent a car, or to see uh, what is the most convenient for you, and have different uh, monthly paid packages for, for these options. This is part of the, um, for the Finnish, uh, uh, well, something what we are uh, proud of, and uh, we have uh, really good opportunities to create this uh, as as a test bed in in Finland, as as we have a long traditions in ICT technology and the tradition of Nokia, uh, and on the other hand, not so uh, not so heavy. Uh, industry, so not the car manufacturing industry, and that has enabled these technology-driven uh, companies and new data services to start, start in Finland. And also, uh, if we think, for example, the uh, future transport uh, uh, and automation of, of vehicles and automation of transport, that is also something we want to enable as also in the legislative uh, point of view. So, for example, um, uh, if, if you want to test the automated vehicle, um, you, you have to ask the permit from TRAFI, so from our organization, Peace Transport Safety Agency, uh, and we have made the process of applying this test, uh, test license uh, as easy as possible. Uh, and also, we uh, in the legislation we see that the driver can be the person who is in the vehicle, or it can be outside of vehicle. So that enables also that the remote controlled um, driving, which Got is it. allowed by the legislation. Yeah, so it's like the legislation is being set up so that you'll be able to move to a time when there's a lot more automated vehicles and people are just maybe paying one flat fee for a month and you're able to use all different transportation options to get from point A to point B. And I had never thought about the fact that Finland is so strong in the ICT sector, um, but you don't have the car industry. So you don't have that as you know an invested interest to stopping this move toward fewer people having their own private cars. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. And exactly. Yes, but I, I just have to um, add that, well, we have some um, car manufacturing, but uh, not, not so uh, dominantly. So we, for example, we 
have this luxury Mercedes-Benz, uh, which is uh, con- uh, manufactured in Uusikaupunki. So we have something, but it's not so domin- dominantly here. So that allows for, for different startups and uh, smaller companies to create their new new business. Yeah, I would imagine that the luxury Mercedes-Benz is probably a smaller and more niche market <laughs> than some of the <laughs> other car companies. It is, yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. And then also uh, uh, we have... a. Uh, the de- development of uh, different kind of uh, transport modes. So in Oulu, which is a little bit n- northern of Finland, m- around 500 kilometers from, from Helsinki. Well, there is a um, test environment called Ozone, and there uh, is the there is at the moment being uh, uh, developed um, the uh, automation of of working machines and then we have uh, this uh, drone development as well uh, in in some areas in finland and also the automation of of maritime so um, actually it was one year ago so last summer when uh, this environment called one got uh, the permits and now there are companies such as rolls royce cargo tech abd Vartsila. Uh, they are now together developing this autonomous maritime system. Wow. Uh, yeah, so they are quite much actually at the at the moment in the, happening in the uh, transport area. Uh, and I think, uh, well, it's it's a challenge, but a big opportunity as well that we have uh, these long distances. As you know, you have been living in Finland, uh, but this allows us to test. Uh, these new innovations and um, new transport modes, for example, as there is so much forest, so you have a space uh, in air, sea, railroad to test different kind of things. As we are basically a country of forest and uh, quite much rural areas as well. Yeah, there's a lot of land to travel there for sure, and you yeah. need that to work to connect. I mean, there are cities and towns and stuff that are pretty far out. Um, that also need to be connected, not just the city center. Exactly. Um, yeah, it sounds like you all have a lot of different pilot projects going on. Um, being set up as this kind of traffic lab where uh, experimentation can happen, do you all accept that there might be projects that fail? And are you kind of ready to deal with that? Yeah, well, that's a learning process, what's happening during the trial. So it's actually really valuable information if there is something uh, unaccepted, uh, something new. And the important issue there is to share it. So uh, about the sharing uh, data and sharing information, well, uh, in these trials where we are involved as a public sector, there, uh, these um, uh, lessons learned from from uh, during the trials that is important to share. But then, of course, there are some sensitive information about the technology uh, which the company is developing. So that's something which which uh, it's it's not being shared. But yeah, if there are some errors, like general errors during the like considering the pilot, then that that will be shared and. And uh, in order not to do again <laughs> this um, this error that is really really important, and to 
just just to also in, inform the public. So, for example, we have this thing called snow, which is happening every winter. <laughs> and if we test, uh, well, we have tested the robot shuttles here uh, in different areas in, in Finland and also in, in different countries it has been tested. But here in Finland it's especially interesting the winter conditions as, as it's quite quite long uh, winter, especially in the north it can be up to eight months. So it's actually quite important. So anyway, uh, when testing these um, robot shuttles, uh, it was uh, being noticed that uh, it's really important to have a really, really good uh, location technology. So uh, to see the line markings uh, and different <laughs> uh, different recognized uh, technologies to really have the vehicle in the road. Right, so that's why you have to be testing it. I was wondering, I remember um, there was some pilot, I forget what they were called, but they were some kind of van uh, for a while in Helsinki that you could call for free to take you from point A to point B, but apparently it didn't really work. Do you remember what I'm talking about and why it didn't work in the past and why you think it'd be able to work better moving forward? Yeah, it was uh, called Kutsu Plus. So yeah, it was like a minibus, and yeah, it was uh, the uh, de- uh, how do you say? It was the re- demand service. So yeah, you could yeah, you were okay. able to yeah exactly. So you were able to call it the. So I think the time uh, wasn't ready for that. It was a few years ago. And um, well, uh, technic- technologically, it was working working really well, but perhaps uh, the time wasn't there. So as as simply as that, they didn't have uh, perhaps uh, enough enough passengers at that time. But in the in the future, uh, um, I'm pretty sure that these kind of uh, transport services will be uh, part of the daily daily life. But uh, the thing is to in order to have the um, cultural acceptance and uh, perhaps to see if you leave your car for the day, uh, what kind of different uh, transport services there are as an alternative. Well, that will little by little uh, change the behavior as well if the um, experience uh, is good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would think that all we have to do now is look to some of the big ride-sharing companies and see that that is a service that people will use. Um, are the ride-sharing companies legal in Finland? Like, can you call Uber there? Mm, that that is actually in a really act- actual and uh, good question. As uh, uh, from first uh, of July, so less than a month ago. Um, our new legislation came into force and now new kind of um, transport services uh, will have uh, easier access and uh, easier, uh, yeah, well, they can come to the market and uh, start start their business easier. Uh, but uh, even still, um, you need uh, different permits, but now you can uh, try with the, uh, you can uh, have this uh, transport service for uh, easier in different transport modes. So you can actually have uh, an order this uh, ride 
from a tractor or a truck or three-wheel three -wheeled, uh, vehicle. So now it enables for, for different kind of services. But the thing is, um, well, one, one thing is to uh, have the information about the about the well the service but also about the price so if it's more than 100 euros uh, it's obligated to say it in advance uh, and also normally in the service in the different services you have actually the price there already yeah so some kind of price transparency about how much the ride will cost yeah, yeah. um yeah i remember that uber did used to be illegal but people were kind of driving them and taking them anyway. So it's interesting to hear that now it's been made kind of officially legal, but obviously something that people get really concerned with with companies like Uber is how their data is being used. There's been some leaks that the company isn't necessarily being very careful or ethical with how they're using people's data and it's all being tied back to a person. Um, with the pilot that you're doing with my data how would you treat people's data differently than a company like uber would mm, well um we are well we are starting with the consent so all the uh, people involved is uh, involved in this trial uh they for them uh that we will and actually Tilayavastu will uh, send uh, this uh, consent uh, envelope. So these people who are attending, they will have uh, this uh, information uh, to where and how uh, the information will be used. And uh, yeah, uh, together with Tilevastu, we have been uh, uh, seeing really carefully uh, what kind of API uh, we are creating and uh, uh, how we are. Um, how we are uh, giving this access for this certain information. And actually, uh, we are not giving, like, a, how do say, we are not permanently giving this data or we are not changing the ownership of this. Uh, we are giving this uh, access because uh, Trafi, as an authority, uh, we have regulatory the duties uh, considering the um, information of people uh, with the driving license so um, the ownership is not changing during this uh, trial but the access uh, for this uh, trial so during this trial uh, will be shared together with Delilah. Yeah I'm really I'm curious to see how that all goes and obviously getting the actual consent is a big step toward having more ethical treatments of data because that was a big thing that people didn't realize was when they were using these ride-sharing apps that all their data was being collected. Um, with all these experiments that you're doing and dreams of kind of how mob mobility could work differently in the future, what is one thing that you personally would like to change today? That like if there could be one way that public transportation worked differently, it's what you would make happen now. And especially if you in your everyday life, there's something that you're like, oh, if only this one thing worked, it would really improve my everyday life. Mm, perhaps teleportation. I like it. It's really big. <laughs> yeah, that's something. No, uh, well, the, 
transport and traffic jams are of course something which <laughs> I don't like so much. So the smoother uh, flow flow of people, goods, and uh, and of course data is something what we are we are now also working working on. And well, the more options there would be, then uh, normally the better because then you can uh, compare and uh, perhaps choose the uh, less uh, less emissions cost uh, transport uh, transport option and well something what is needed is the openness so not uh, not uh, to open all the data but to open that data which are making the better better services because normally the openness means that then you have a better playing playing field and uh, well basically you are able to create personalized services so actually the imag imagination is only the limit which a personalized personalized services you have a closer these services you really need and to forget all the hassle which is there at the moment when you perhaps can't find something or you have to really put much effort to get somewhere yeah it sounds like all of those things i mean getting rid of traffic jams i'd definitely be behind but it sounds like all those dreams kind of do come back to data in the end and how we can use data to more efficiently and creatively plan our journeys mm -hmm. on a day-to-day -day basis where can people find information about the work that you're doing with Traffy and with Traffic Lab and any like, you know, personal things that you have like Twitter or whatnot? Is there anything you'd like to share? Yeah. Well, uh, in terms of uh, Traffic Lab, we have our website, the trafficlab.fi and also the English version. Uh, and there we have shared the information about the um, open test environments. So basically where you can start different kind of trials of, uh, for example, different transport modes. But also uh, these uh, test environments are places to start the cooperation. So normally there is already the consortium of uh, public, private and uh, research sector to see uh, what this new innovation may may bring for the research sector or the society or the companies. Uh, and also in the website of the Traffic Lab Finland, you may find uh, the different trials, uh, new services about the transport uh, area and also the um, uh, news. So what is happening there, we are updating it and also we are in on Twitter, so Traffic Lab, or actually it's Ligen Labra in, in Finnish, you can find it with this name. Uh, and then we are on LinkedIn and uh, in the website of Finnish Transport Safety Agency, uh, you have access uh, for the OMA Asiante, so there you can find the information about your data related uh, the, related the transport what what we are um, in charge so about the driving licenses uh, and uh, driving uh, qualifications etc 
Great. Thank you so much, Nora, for taking the time to talk today. This was really a pleasure, and I look forward to seeing you at the conference. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the My Data podcast. The My Data conference takes place in Helsinki, Finland, August 29th to 31st, 2018. Find out more on this year's conference website at mydata2018.org. The show notes and video versions of this podcast are available on the MyData Global Network website at mydata.org. You can contact us via email at podcast at mydata.org or on Twitter at mydata.org. We thank the Metropolitan New York Library Council for letting us record in their studio at 599 11th Avenue in New York City. Music is by David Cutter Music and Joachim Karud. This podcast is copyright MyData 2018. The My Data Podcast was produced by me, Gianfranco Cicconi. The host was Molly Schwartz. Video and audio are available for redistribution under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License version 4.0 International. See you next time.